podcast. Welcome to Die on this episode of Cape Crisis. This is Cape Crisis issue 11. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, you're already at 11? Yeah, hard to believe. Uh, three whole months. It's been 11 weeks? 11 weeks. Yep. It's been a while since we've had this mystery guest on, but first, Good let me introduce God. myself that I am Henry Gilbert, the host of the show. H e n e r e y g on Twitter. Awesome. Please follow me. Uh, I'm the host of this podcast about comic books and sequential art and graphic novels. Mm-hmm. And I'm here with my regular co-host, beautiful Christopher Antista. Hi, Henry. And I'm also here. C a n t i e s o e. No. No. All right. I scrap that joke. And I'm also that? here with uh, one of our more regular, getting to be a regular guest here, Ann Lewis. I'm at Hulk Dick on Twitter. Right, no, you're not. You can't claim Hulk Dick. Hulk Somebody Dick. else must have stole that already. it makes already. me giggle every time. And now a special guest we haven't had on in weeks. It's Mr. Brad Elster. Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Dazzler, Storm. It's the, the only thing I have to contribute is my X-Men on Android. Thank you, Moff. Thank you. Cyclops, All right. That's Just all like I, our first episode. That's all I wanted to do. I'm sorry I dismantled your sound effects, Chris. Uh, yes, hello, Brad Elston. Hi. Uh, At Brelston. See how fast mm. that was on Twitter? How easy? Can I, uh, Hinner, Hinner E-G. Oh, man. At Someone Hinner said Hinnergy would be good. Hinnergy. Energy. Damn. <laughs> Not changing it. Guys. Oh, careful with that wine, buddy. Guys. I got it. I got it. All right. All right. Today, this is an exciting week, huh? It's, uh, it's a troubling week, emotionally. It's the one we've been waiting for. <laughs> oh, what did you do? I, I may have fiddled with your sound effects. I feel like I've been waiting for this week for four years because. I, yes. Well, not all my life. I've wondered about. I, th- I thought about this because when you say, I've been waiting for this movie, game, TV show for. Twenty years, like well, you actually haven't. You, you haven't actively been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's like I've been waiting twenty years for another Kid Icarus. I no, you haven't. Like <laughs> you haven't been every day. Like I'm rekindling the part of my brain that is waiting for a Kid Icarus game. Mm-hmm. Maybe like five people in the world were actually doing that. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. it's not impossible. But like Avengers, you can easily say I have been waiting probably yeah. four to five years, mm-hmm. legitimately, because it's been a known entity, and even the release date was announced like two years ago. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it was um, It was after... Was Comic-Con not, 2010, I think. Yeah, well, no, it, yeah, I feel like the chain of events was they end the first Iron Man with Nick Fury coming out and uh-huh. saying, hey, you're going to join the Avengers. Yeah, and I, it's hard <clears> for me to put myself back in that position, but did we know... At the time that that was happening, no, I feel like they they said they want they were building towards it, and mm-hmm. I think the first Iron Man movie was that when Marvel gained control of its films, where well, that, they said they could it was play the along. First with Marvel another. film, it was the first Marvel film, but I've, I've I have an emotional memory yeah. of seeing Samuel Jackson walk out and when he said the word Avengers. I yeah. remember getting like, oh shit, shit, they're really working to this. No, well, because we, me and you at least knew at the time that in the Incredible Hulk movie, Tony Stark was going to be in it, yeah. and that they were building to something. And yeah, we knew that much. I feel like not. Long after Iron Man was a giant, huge success, mm-hmm. that Marvel announced their plans. They were like Iron Man two this year, Captain America and Thor that year, mm-hmm. and then in the far off twenty twelve, yeah, there'll yeah, be yeah. an Avengers film. Yep. I was like, oh, that'll you never happen. Actually, remember how scared you were when when we did hear about Sam Jackson's uh, appearance in the first Iron Man? Mm-hmm. We're like, they're going to mention Avengers. Yeah, this is never. 
guys, don't let this be the end credits of Kroll where they announce Kroll 2 in the title. (laughs) Like, don't let it be that. I don't want this to be the legacy that we all remember and make fun of because I'm kind of in the business of making fun of mistakes people in entertainment make. Even though that's more or less what happened with Incredible Hulk, which was... Yeah. Here it is, the recurrent... We're in a third Hulk. Luckily, Mark Ruffalo signed Wait off for... Wait a sec. Six- whoa, whoa, shush. Whoa, whoa. Shut can up. I, can I plug? Can I plug, though? Yes. I've been working uh, for stuff that I think is primarily on GamesRadar.com this week about... Um, I don't know. I'm really excited. I am definitely the excited. Video game history. Of the video Avengers. game history of Avengers. And Iron Man is already up. I hope to have a Hulk and Cap uh, up by the time... We did this, but just, yeah, we've been coming across these old sound effects from, that's from Captain America and the Avengers. I just um, realized, I think yesterday, that he's, that it's I Can't Lose. Yes, I thought it was I Can't Move. I always thought it was I Can't I didn't, Move. I didn't realize that until I cued it when the, he's being grabbed by a sentinel. I'm like, yeah. that'll be perfect. He's actually saying lose. <laughs> Holy shit. That's not good. God damn it, Elston! Elston messed Hold on, there we go. Oh, man, I can't wait to see how they say that in the movie. It's so, going to be... Here is my emotional history with that film. And so they, Wait, that, can I finish my plug? Uh, yeah, it's Sorry, I, where else am I going to see it? I don't get Panos on Games Radar. Uh, we, I, got a, I got an Iron Man, possibly a Hulk, and Captain America video showing the entire history mm. of Captain America, Iron Man. The, the Avengers, basically... And without Hawkeye, uh, no, no Thor. Uh, Thor, it turned out was too uninteresting. Yeah, he's not in much. He's in everything Hulk, Captain America, yeah. and Iron Man are in, with the exception of Marvel superheroes one, because he's a statue. Yeah, he's a statue, and then he's in a bunch of like in the early early days of video games. Everybody made a Thor game because yeah. Marvel didn't own the god. Right. They still so, don't. Anybody so can make a Thor they, thing. Well, I yeah. think they'd, they'd come at you a little more fiercely. Well, you'd have to be very careful that your Thor didn't look like their oh, they, Thor. They did but, not give a fuck. It looks yeah. exactly like their Thor, but Marvel had made, made like I think, three or four games in the first, from 1982 to 1987. So they, they were ahead of the curve there. Well, they weren't very much mm-hmm. ahead. They weren't ahead of the curve enough to start suing people who mm-hmm. were, they weren't making money in the games industry. But yes, yay, a bunch All of right. like 20 appearances from Hulk, Captain America, over 20 appearances each in a bunch of games. Sorry, I'm working super hard, and I'm going to post those videos on Laser Time, I swear to Christ. So it's been a weird, like, it's been really weird coming up to now, because when the films were, when mm-hmm. it seemed like it was going to happen, I was like, well, it'll never be as good as we want. I don't know yeah. who they're going to cut. I don't know who they're going to cast as Thor and Captain America, and wow. this Hulk didn't look that great, to be honest, like. Ruffalo? I didn't like I didn't like Norton's Hulk either. Oh, and that's what it seemed like. Like all the known quantities were Tony Stark and Ed Norton. Mm-hmm. Then we move. Then as time goes on, you're like, no, here's Thor, here's Cap. I was like, well, they seem okay. I see their movies like, no, Thor is awesome. Yeah, Thor was great. Mm-hmm. Cap at least is well cast, and Captain America wasn't a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, and then they hired Joss Whedon, and I'm like, "Well, shit, Whoa. Yeah. this could be the this really could be the real deal. It's the absolute perfect person to cast I, to, yeah. to hire for the director." But then moment. I was like, "I don't know if it's well, Mar- no, Disney could still mess it up." Disney, could, I was like, "No, Disney could give him well, shitty." Yeah, uh, yeah. I still I, feel like Disney keeps their finger out of the pot. They do when they when they. I only know from uh, knowing a lot about the Muppets how mm-hmm. like they don't push the Muppets into anything to do anything. Like you do what you want. Mm-hmm. And then we get the money, <laughs> but you do what you want to keep yourselves appealing to your fan base. So now we here here we are at the end of the line, and 
I am both very excited and angry. Yeah, I'm angry at foreigners. I am happy. I'm happy to know that it's getting like rave reviews everywhere. Like, yeah. Everybody thinks it's awesome. But I can't see it. None of us can see it I, legally. I hate like, that, that like we live in the age of Twitter and Facebook where people can message me and mock me for not being able to see the movie. Yeah. I, I live in New Zealand. And I live is, in Mexico. I live in the UK. Yeah. I've seen it already. This is and this has been the standard operating procedure for these Marvel movies, like Iron Man Two, Hulk, like all these things came out the week before. Uh, X Men First Class, like that's been mm-hmm. the case all along. And Avengers doing that is like. Maddening. I, I'm it's just mad- like it's really maddening because it's like you know people will just torrent the shit out of that, right? Like I, I want to say we were talking. I think they, like you're, they, you're they denying hit- the the target audience of the movie, I think which is feel, Americans. I think, I think they, where these characters came yes. from and grew up with, and it matters the most too. Not that it doesn't matter outside, because obviously it does. But like it's, I, it's just weird. And I know yeah. we also get everything first most of the time, so that's why I'm not like super. But we made it. It, that's that, that's what's weird about it. It's like Captain that's America right. leading the Avengers, and America gets it last. I, I honestly, it's, I honest, it's just a little weird. I honestly think um, that happened because they put it in the territories that are most likely to pirate first. We're least likely to pirate. We definitely are pirates We're in America. Got a lot of right. money. I don't want to spend any more time. <laughs> not in this economy. Maybe not. But so yeah, we have to wait till Friday. I got several tweets at me like I can't wait to, like this weekend yeah. like can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about the Avengers on the podcast like I have nothing to say about it I'm so glad like barely anything has been like spoiled Seriously. for me which is good I'm but... giving credit to the rest of the world for not spoiling every and I'm very I'm trying to I'm keeping, I'm, I'm maintaining internet silence I'm, I'm kind of g- I'm dodging a lot after this episode goes live yeah. I will not be checking my at replies because I'm worried a listener will want to be mm-hmm. a dick. And send me spoilers after saying it hasn't been spoiled for me. This is after so. uh, spending a lot of time on your Twitter uh, account. Yes, do follow me. Where? I'll read your at replies afterwards. But uh, uh, though, so let's get start into the real news. Here's the first one. One of the big things, like so, the Hulk movies have all like the Hulk movies were okay. They I wouldn't say they were horrible. The mm-hmm. previous Hulk, Hulk and Incredible Hulk. But they weren't that great, and yeah. they, and they were not like successes as far as two hundred million dollar movies go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it seemed like there wasn't going to be like Hulk was like screwed. It wasn't going to be any more movies. But now, or the star of any more movies. But people have been like raving about Ruffalo as Hulk. Like, really? Yeah. He's like it's a, getting lot a lot of, of hype. Him especially has been talked up as the like as a big deal in the Avengers. Why? To the well, I don't know, and oh, I don't okay. want well, to it's, know. It's probably because of the the material they give Hulk and Ruffalo to do as Banner mm-hmm. and Hulk, but then mm-hmm. also that it finally seems that the chemistry is right, mm-hmm. and that it's been received so well that now I think the option of, if not at least more Hulk movies than that Hulk, if more there's Hulk. an Avengers 2, even wow. though Hulk actually isn't typically part of the Avengers at all. He's mm-hmm. been a part. He's, he's a He was Avenger in the beginning, but like I think from that moment on, he's rarely, if ever, on the team. He always comes back, though, doesn't no. he? No. It, Hulk, um, Hulk is kind of famously not welcome. To in the degree. Ultimates, he just he shows up when giant battles happen, yeah. but, but even after like they're over, he's like, I don't want to hang out with you guys. I'm the strongest serious. Yeah, well, if you think about... like The <laughs> thing that kind of sold it for me is as like an 11-year-old reading Infinity Gauntlet, which is still just... Uh, as far yes. as as far as comic book events go, I don't know that anything will ever beat that. But um, reading it at the time, like I, you know, I knew most of these characters were, but that's why I fell in love with the Infinity Gauntlet so much because it was a way I saw the Marvel universe as a whole. Like I knew Spider Man, I knew Doctor Doom, I knew mm-hmm. who I had toys of, 
But then seeing all these characters together, I'm like, wait, what are all these? What are the deals with all these characters? <laughs> and then I see Hulk, who at the time was Professor Hulk, so he had Banner's intellect and he was smart, but he was still but just not as, as like. Was, I thought Professor Hulk was just as he strong. He was very strong, but he couldn't get rage strong, which I see. would make him more strong. I see. Uh, so, but it was like they're they're talking about you know, there's like a portal to go into the Avengers Mansion to. We need to start team up and fight Thanos, and we need an offensive and all this stuff. And I don't know if it's Wolverine or Thing. Or I think it's Wolverine, him and Wolverine sitting. Like, Sorry, your fault. That's Bart Simpson, <laughs> dude. Uh, sitting, it's like Wolverine and Hulk sitting on the roof, and like they're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're just talking about like yeah, odds are you know we've been in some scraps, but I don't think we've done anything like this before. Mm-hmm. And saying something to the effect of like, "Are you going to join?" And Hulk even says like. Yeah, since this started, I've never really been welcomed back on the team. And it, everyone's waiting in the room, like, is he going to come back or isn't he? So that's, <laughs> to me, what signified, like, Hulk was part of the Avengers in the very beginning mm-hmm. as part of the formative thing to stop Loki. Mm-hmm. But since then, like, his nature of just breaking everything in the room kind of got him kicked out. And Planet Hulk. <laughs> and the crazy well, Stark sends him into space. Decades mm-hmm. later, yes. Mm-hmm. He, so <laughs> Ruffalo I was, will say that we were looking on all those, all those video games, and there's no Avengers video game. Nope. But that was. fucking pinball game, Pinball FX2, <laughs> has yes. downloadable tables for Avengers, Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. and Planet Hulk. And also Moon, also Moon Knight and Ghost Rider as well. Yeah. Why well, is it hard? that hard to do that kind of thing with I... another game that's not fucking pinball? <laughs> it's really great. Like, some, somebody just didn't want to make money. Like, just, what if you did that with Ultimate Alliance 2? Yeah, gave us yeah. gave us a familiar storyline with different characters. But so Ruffalo is apparently so like ah. he's got like as you were ruining ahead of time, Chris. Sorry, Ruffalo is apparently signed on for six more Marvel movies. Are so we, are we all Ruffalo fans here? He's good. And are you giving a women? Um, I I did like his version of the Hulk movie, but um. The only other movies I've ever seen him in have been romantic comedies. Yeah, and you not like a, him? Not so much a fan of that part. And you like him in Lesbians or Regular Parents? Nope. Uh, the kids are all right. That was wow, I movie. forgot a Mark Ruffalo <laughs> movie I really like, but he's great in Zodiac, Midnight Run, oh, he was and that movie where uh, Matthew Broderick was banging Laura Linney. I wow, uh, uh, what? you are not. I, what is it called? Hold on, I'm looking. Oh no, he's talking about Mark Ruffalo. We already looked up his book one episode, so we don't have Mark that Ruffalo fallback. was in a movie with. Somebody who was a ghost? I don't know. Was he? Yeah, I don't know. Rumor has it. Rumor. Has Why it. would you ever watch that movie? Wait, was no, that was that the about. ghost movie? You can count on me. Thank I didn't you. even have to see it. You can count on me as a great. Uh, oh, he no, the ghost one with Reese Witherspoon. Oh, that's the one. That was, I don't was, remember what it was, it was called. called it was named after a Cure song, like uh, "Just Like Heaven." Was that the name? Of that's it? a Cure song. Yeah. <laughs> no, wasn't that the name of it? I, I believe know. it was called "Mark." Do- Mark, don't cry. Uh, all right, moving on, guys. <laughs> He's also in "Where the Wild Things Are" and the uh, black version with Cedric the Entertainer called "Where the Wild Things At." <laughs> what? No, I can't Boo. use that joke again. Uh, uh, Cedric the Entertainer went out being a human puppeteer and old dogs, and I want to remember him that way. That was. All right, mo- moving on. Last is Cedric movie. the Entertainer dead? No, wait, I got him confused with Bernie Mac. Yeah, you're thinking of Bernie Mac. God damn it. I just want to talk about Bernie Mac is the dead one. I just want to talk about old The deadest. Guys. He's the deadest. Guys, focus. Got it. Next, right, next up. 
So the Avengers has already made $178 million in one weekend just in the world. I got some uh, breaking news for you, Hank. $260 million. At Out- this moment? Yes. Outgrossing, outgrossing its, uh, by $40 million its original budget. Wow. So, wow. And it has not released in America where most films make 80% of their money back. I just wonder what's going to happen. Like, will will the next one, which I guess is Thor 2 or, or, I, yeah, or Iron Man Thor- 3 maybe... Mm. Won't it feel weird to like step back and just have one hero? Well, that, that's like, what I'm wondering about because this is all leading toward all these movies were leading towards something, and then yeah. when it happens, is it just like a giant release? And then I'm going to have a refractory period where I cannot, <laughs> I cannot get a Marvel boner for a while uh-huh. I just, because it, it all led up to Avengers. That's probably yeah. where the salary disputes are going to come in. I have to imagine. Well, maybe not if they got him down for these six movie deals. Well, they got him, but like, but they don't have they don't have their salaries down. They're like you're contracted uh, to do this many. Well, as long as they keep making hundreds of millions of dollars they can afford it that's true until like fucking don Cheadle, who replaced terrence howard in iron man starts demanding like uh, triple figures well at that point triple then they figures. can hire lawrence fishburne there you another go. easily like they've <laughs> already proven they've yeah. already proven they're just like eh, another black guy whatever doesn't matter yeah how about the what's his nuts from the wire your little omar little omar string a bell he'd be awesome bell. speaking of this good in the military black suit. people and the avengers <laughs> So, so last week we revealed, uh, we talked about how Agent Coulson became part of the regular Marvel Universe mm-hmm. in a crossover. Yeah. But that was only half the story, guys. What? He also joined up. So in the storyline, he was with another African-American agent mm-hmm. who had both eyes. By the end of that, that storyline, they revealed that, that African-American agent, who by the end has shaved his head and lost an eye... Ooh is Nick Fury's illegitimate son. So now, in the regular Marvel Universe, is a Nick Fury Jr. that looks exactly like Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury Ultimate. Well, that's going too far. Oh, wait, but no, okay. He, so he's, he, but but his, his, he came from the ball sack of like a David Hasselhoff-looking <laughs> Nick Fury. Real Nick Fury still exists in the Marvel Universe. And he, he has made, not he been replaced. with Storm. But he, I'll say. <laughs> Easy, buddy. Wasn't that funny? But also, if you've been in a... If you've been reading Marvel comics, Nick Fury's kind of like fallen to the wayside, or he's... which bothers me because I like Nick Fury. Yeah, but so now it seems like they're bringing up his young kid to be the new Nick Fury of Shield, while the other Nick Fury's like a ghost floating around. Last time you saw Nick Fury do anything in comics? Well, it's because they he shot a scroll in the face. It was because he always did stuff. Like, yeah, there was there was a point where he was you know I mean he ran Shield like he was. Nick I know I just Fury, but like I guess I read a lot of Avengers stuff and. You know. Crossover, but whatever. Like every time he, Nick Fury comes in, it's like he repels from a helicopter, yeah. pulls them up to it, pulls them into a teleconference, and then doesn't appear <laughs> in, in any of the action. All right, guys, we got to figure it out. You need to go here. See you later. It was just, but that's what I liked. I, I was busy making love to my wife. I know. Cut, it cut to the I, action. Much like to me, he was a character. Like I know he had a, a kind of semi-popular comic in the sixties, seventies, I guess. The Helen Commandos. The Helen Commandos. But like to me, he's much like Mister Fantastic. Works really well in a comic mm. when he shows up to tell you something. Because <laughs> as a guest, because he's a busy yeah. dude. And, and if I have comic, it feels it feels like the president of the company that always is hanging around. <laughs> when it's like no, no, no. He, he should only show up in comics like when it's really important. And like if Nick Fury's talking to me and he's in this panel, that means something is so big that even Nick Fury has bothered to stop in and be like, "Okay, what are we doing?" And that means adds something to the story, it adds something to the page. I mean, it, but when he's but now it's gone too far the other direction. Where like he's 
he's not in charge of shield and hasn't been for years mm-hmm. and then now he's just been like totally invisible and like made like grabbed the young avengers and made a secret team of them and yeah he did the most recent thing i saw him do was help gonna... bucky fake his death after uh, secret yeah. uh, not secret war and big fury yeah. perfect middle manager so but now he's uh, now there's a new blacker nick there who's nick fury's boss he doesn't have one. He really. Well, I guess the the president can tell him to do stuff, but we wouldn't listen. He's he usually, the president to. is usually Red Skull. <laughs> in my there actually was a storyline where the Red Skull was posing as a uh, as the Secretary of Defense mm-hmm. during the Ronald Yums Ronald Yumsfeld years. <laughs> Ronald? Donald Rumsfeld. I'm sorry, it's the Candyland yes. variant of Donald my Rumsfeld. favorite Sesame Street character. <laughs> and yes. how long and. I know this happened in in some. But how long was Maria Hill in charge of? Maria Hill was kind of a bump in the road because she just kind of happened and then was gone. She's so, still she, like she's still she's around, around, but yeah. she's not in charge of Shield so in anymore. Two thousand four was the Secret War storyline where uh, basically Nick Fury brainwashed the Avengers and mm-hmm. made them invade Latveria, and that's when he lost his job. Mm-hmm. Maria Hill took over then, but in like uh, just temporarily. And by the end of Civil War in 2006, then Tony Stark took over. By the end of Secret Invasion in 2008, Norman Osborn took over. By the end of <laughs> by the end of 2011, or no, 2010, Captain America took over. Who hasn't been and in charge of Shield? <laughs> now I don't actually know who's in charge of Shield. Maybe yeah, it yeah. is Nick Fury again. Yeah, I'm actually not sure. And where is Dum Dum Dugan in all of this? He's been around. Well, he was a scroll for a while. He was a scroll for a while. I think he only flies prop planes around uh, Kansas. (laughs) (laughs) Got crop coming in like shit. (laughs) Get some rain clouds. Uh, Well, my own sound effects. In non Avengers, in non Avengers news, guys, there was another bit of movie info that came out that really took us all by storm. I would say. The new trailer for Dark Knight yes. Rises, the mm-hmm. second trailer, the one that will be playing with the Avengers in the U.S., but they you released actually, it early. You can actually understand Bane better. Yep. In this yeah. not, I mean, I don't want to jump on the complainy bandwagon, but compared to how he sounds in that first trailer, right? it's too... It's, it's not that it's clear. too clear. It's just that, like it's having, not good enough for you. I edit it's podcasts good. now, so I understand <laughs> when like you've isolated and recorded something separately, and it yeah. doesn't sound like a part of the scene. Yeah, there's a little bit of that going. That's on. a little. I think it masks it. No pun intended. More well, because you don't see his mouth moving when he's doing it. So it, it, I know it doesn't feel. It doesn't what, sound what is as natural. The thing in front of Bane's face. It's something to give him drugs in some capacity. Well, are they really keeping that in Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. It, why still does it look so tarantula-like, though? Well, I don't think it's Venom, because Venom's too ridiculous. But I think it's sort of like Venom. Maybe it's Nuke. <laughs> nuke! <laughs> That'd be great. Oh. Uh, but that trailer was so good, guys. Wasn't it? Like, number one, it starts off with like Bruce Wayne with like a beard. Like, hanging out in a... Yes? Could... And this is a stupid theory, and I admit that this is a stupid... Could this be a movie where they kill Batman? Yeah, I think I've been so. thinking that, too. I think I, I might have mentioned it in this week's Laser Time If as well, they yeah. do that, that would be so cool. That would be so awesome. Yeah, right? the, the guarantee that that can't be brought back, you can't pay Nolan to come you back and do it again. You can't pay Nolan to make another Batman yep. movie because Batman is Fucking dead. dead. If anybody would get the permission to kill yep. Batman in they've his earned, final They've movie, earned the ability, yeah. Yeah. It would be Christopher Nolan, like because and I do feel like the way that that movie is trending, it's like 
the darkness of the t- the, the tone is like yeah. Well, there's there's even, a re- there's a very final resolution to this. And there's it's all, probably it's, him getting in over his head. Or, that, it's, that it's eight years later. So even though we didn't so he's see old, it, he's, well, yeah, even though we didn't see it, like he's done eight years worth of shit in that time period. And they, maybe and, it's time to hang. And up in care. Dark Knight, they were already implying his body can't mm. take much of it anymore. Yeah, and this is and in Dark Knight at the end of Dark Knight, like he gets shot, like he's mm-hmm. he's stumbling away. They they it ends so fast that you don't realize, but like. Somebody doesn't just get shit shot in the stomach and then just crawls around, like just goes back to running around and hang gliding at night. All he gets time. shot, and also there's the at the very end of the trail. And somebody actually had to point this out to me because mm-hmm. I didn't notice it the first time I saw it. But the when he's flies up in the Batmobile, which is apparently no longer mm-hmm. just a Batmobile because they Called can the fucking bat. fly now. Mm-hmm. The there are, there are missiles the locked onto the. Sh- yeah, onto the Batmobile. Yeah, that was that was very. I caught that too. I also he on the whole death thing too. Like he says, Catwoman says basically, "You've all, quit. Why are you doing this? You've given them everything." He's like, yeah, not, "Not yet. Not, not yet. Every, so not everything, I mean, not yet. I, if they kill him, excuse me. I mean, well, I didn't, I, I didn't saw that one down. For here's me. my prediction: Batman will die, but Bruce Wayne will not. Just the same as in the Dark Knight Returns, hmm. in the fight with him and. Superman. As far as people are concerned, Batman will be dead, but Bruce Wayne, like Bruce, it'll finally let Bruce Wayne quit. Like he'll finally be able. He'll. That'll be because the whole film. If you really want to look at it, mm-hmm. Batman begins. He becomes Batman. Mm-hmm. Rachel Dawes is like, I want it. I do love you. You love me too. We should be together, mm-hmm. but not until you're done being Batman. Mm-hmm. And two, she says. Well, I can never be with you because you won't stop being Batman. Maybe you'll stop being crazy and stop being Batman, but I won't be there for you. So if that's been, like, it's been leading to that this far, this will be when he finally lets go of being Batman. Like, he'll, I, I can see him actually just totally dying. Like, his, his, Has Batman ever done that, though? I think that would upset people. Well, but this Bruce go, Wayne, like stop being Batman. This is because it's a, this is a totally different universe. So I mean, it's a different. But what universe ever has Batman decided to hang up the cape? Well, this I mean, Bruce is, is Batman. Bruce is a more real Bruce than any yeah, before. I don't think it really depends. Like, is this following a universe where that's mm-hmm. happened? I think this is just what does Christopher Nolan want to see? I, I don't think I or a lot of other Batman fans would appreciate Christian Bale, Bruce Wayne retiring as Batman. And I don't think that the Batman that he's set up. Could I don't, do I don't that. Think could now either. that Rachel is dead, yeah. mm-hmm. even though there's that whole romantic interest between him and Catwoman, but I don't think that Bat- Bruce Wayne could let Batman die and still go on, ah, I'm just going to be a billionaire playboy for the rest of my life. It's supposed to be a symbol of something, and it could be that between Catwoman and Bane and mm-hmm. everything he's gone through up to that point, like there's some kind of, like, they all get outed. Everyone knows Batman's Bruce Wayne. Everyone learns who Catwoman is. Everything's on the table. And these like three crazy people who've risen to the top as super, you know, mm. no, no, you know, literally superhuman or superstar status, and then they all die, and that somehow shocks Gotham into like, wow, well, we have veered off the path, or you know, something balances all this yeah. out. And like, 
Because I don't, I cannot imagine this movie ending anything other than ba- Batman. tragedy. Yeah, yeah, like just everything about it's so crushingly, you know, quote <laughs> know. unquote realistic. But like, oh, and you well, assholes deserve it after Mass Effect Three. And I, ho- Bane, I hope it's the yeah. worst ending ever. And then Bane is also there to like break Batman. Like that's his whole thing. Yeah, yeah. that's why he was created in the first place. Yeah. I gave you permission to die. And also the oh man, that visual of the two bridges exploding. Yeah, oh, that was, that was great. amazing looking. I, I I wanted to say in defense of people, make, Bane's voice is too clear. Like uh. Yeah, and I don't know if everybody notices I've fucked around with audio all day. Uh, the Catwoman lines are the same from the original trailer, which yeah. she gave in a crowded party. They're yeah. perfectly clear and isolated in this trailer, so mm. maybe that was just the goal of the trailer. Like the first 30 seconds are just music, yeah. which is really cool and weird. Second! Wait! Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure on the airplane, uh, Bane had a gun up against William Fitchner's head, who played the teller in the first uh, in, the, in the Dark Knight. <laughs> You have any idea uh, you're dealing with? You guys are dead. Like I'm pretty sure it's the same fucking guy. He did not die. No, that's the. If that was on the plane, that was the sequence that was before Mission Impossible. I will show you the clip I, I'm talking. I swear to God, it's William Fitchner. I uh, would have noticed that in, when I saw it in the Mission. Maybe Impossible. then on the plane. Was it a nice plane? Was it like an Air Force One kind of plane? Yeah. It, well, yeah. no. It's. I know what scene you're talking about. It is the same scene that plays before Mission Impossible. Okay. It, that it lo- scene where they it's not the, rip the wings <laughs> off the plane. <laughs> Chris doesn't know that scene. Oh, they, they show oh, that in the trailer. It's such a cool scene. Yeah, they show, it's a, a, they show that in the trailer oh. when they're ripping off well, the plane. I love that. The, I love that about Nolan because you can just tell, like, man, that's just you dragging a plane with another plane. I know. God yeah. damn. There's a, in the, oh, my God. There's a moment in it. It's not just seeing the plane ripped in half, but, like, once Bane has everything secured, he's like, okay, button press. And then, the like, the it's a static shot of the plane falling away. Like, it's beautiful. Like, it... That, why hasn't that been leaked or shown? Even though that six, even though that six minutes like was okay overall, I thought it mm-hmm. was it was interesting. There were some but beautiful that, shots. That end shot, I was like, wow, this is Christopher Nolan like doing what he's the only person allowed to do that. Like no <laughs> no other genius visionary mm-hmm. number one like wants to make those films <laughs> as a director. And two would be given that kind of money to do it, and he and is yeah. three gets gets uh, three hundred thousand dollar IMAX cameras to suspend yes. in midair to do it. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we got to see that IMAX too. Seriously, he filmed a ton dude. of it in IMAX. But... I don't know. Uh, so how are we after I saw Re- Mission Impossible three or four in IMAX, like mm-hmm. it, it, I was like, no, IMAX. If these things are in IMAX from now on, and they were actually filmed for it, it's uh, it is worth going to. So I don't know if you want to get to this topic, but. Uh... Between Avengers and Dark Knight, I, I tweeted about this, but mm-hmm. I'm actually I'm getting kind of concerned about Amazing Spider. It seems like it's going <laughs> to get lost in, in the middle. Uh, lost, and I'm also like I don't have any like internal hype for it at all. And yeah. there was that story surprising for you. I know mm-hmm. there's that story that came out this week that Sony secretly hates it. <gasps> oh really? Guys, I hadn't heard this. Well, comic book podcast runner, uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I have lots of other good stories, guys. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I read a story. Yes, and again, I who knows how accurate or not accurate it is, but. That yeah, Sony execs have seen the film and they actually just don't like it and, and are like kind of just hoping. Is Sony happy with anything? I was gonna say I was gonna look I, up, I but but yeah, <laughs> easy, easy. Don't you state your career on this. <laughs> but what, but one way to one way to to get insight into that is the second movie already has different writers. They've already greenlit the oh. second movie. Ooh. Neither writer is returning. The director Eesh. isn't set. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. So it I'm seems gonna, like they actually don't like the movie. Side. We say Sony. We're just so you, just so the, the listener. We're talking about Columbia Pictures. Yes. Uh, makers of Ghost, Ghostbusters. I'm going to look up the hits that Sony has had in the last couple of years. Uh, Why well, is Men in Black one of theirs? Uh, Men in Black is their big one. In 05? 
Well, I think that's a TriStar, or, not a Columbia. Is TriStar they, still a thing? No, no I know. They, they, they were bought I'm by joking. Columbia. I'm joking. They were bought by it's more Columbia. of an Orion joint. While you look that up, let me move on to Please. a couple other quick things. Here, This is just some funny things. First off, uh, <laughs> Jack Chick, everybody's favorite yes. uh, maker. I will get of, him on the show. <laughs> maker of hateful religious <laughs> tracks. I will. His newest one, he put out one called The Walking Dead. Which is about Wickles. how how, si- how sinners are the Walking Dead, but <laughs> but to appeal to kids, it starts with a dream sequence that's a zombie nightmare. Ugh. Crazy, huh? Mm. Where everybody is walking around without the fear of the Lord, exactly, or a sense of decency. Well, and then when this Terrifying. guy when this guy are wakes up from his naked, no. <laughs> well, when the guy wakes up from his dream, then his uh, smart uncle tells him, "No, that wasn't a dream, Jesus." And then. The, and the, <laughs> And then, and then the thriller laugh starts, and, uh, and then it slowly pans in on the dad's face. Wow! All right, and what? What are the biggest hits? Uh, I wish you could have cued the thriller laugh. It would have been really happy. Ah, ah, is that okay? Ah. Um, Nobody can do that. Yeah, only Vincent Price. Um, I'm just looking. There are a bunch of stuff you've heard of, uh, but let's say 2012. Uh, Grown Ups, Salt, <laughs> Eat, Pray, Love. Yuck. The Tourist. This is 2010. Those are, yeah, uh, I was going to say, those are like Sorry, this is, this is for 20, the 2010s. Uh, uh, just Go With It. Never heard of that one. Battle Los Angeles. Zookeeper. The Smurfs. Oh, wow. So, uh, they so what, the worst whatever movie. Sony's happy bus. with. Well, I mean, you know, I, I skipped over some stuff, admittedly. Uh, we, have, we, have, we do have a. Uh, Green uh, Hornet. Well, thirty minutes. Moneyball is nice, and Moneyball apparently yeah. was good. This, I no, I like. It's I about, lo- it's I about it baseball, lot. so I didn't watch. It. Uh, <laughs> this is just money. This is just movies they put money up for. Yeah, exactly. Like they, they didn't. They didn't finance the bitch with the dragon tat because they had mm. any artistic integrity. They mm. saw the book was popular and paid the most for it. I don't think that's what that was called. What? <laughs> Seriously? I don't think that's what that's called. 21. Everything, if you look at everything here, almost so everything is either recall. written by Aaron Sorkin or a remake or uh, terrible. Wait, wait. They're the ones doing the remake of Total Recall? Yeah. Yeah. What? Oof, what a bad. That looks bad. Uh, they are doing That's My Boy this summer. Uh, with oh, Sandler, I saw. Com- I hadn't even heard of that till I saw a commercial just today. Who could forget Careful. Hope Springs? Uh, All right, enough of this. You now have bad. a Windows Phone six after dropping it. <laughs> All right, last bit of news, guys. I just wanted to point out that uh, or lead you to this interesting interview that uh, Grant Morrison did with Playboy, which was um, who's on the cover. Uh, uh, Grant Morrison. I read this off their website, <laughs> so I, I don't read it for the articles, right, Henry? Yes. <laughs> Their articles yes. interviews are awesome. Who would, yeah, that actually is what anyone would read Playboy for now. They would never, no one would go to Playboy for Can't porn. read a naked chick. Am What's I, right? I read it to find the bunny on the cover. Really? <laughs> There's a bunny hidden on every cover, and I have found all of them. The hidden Mickey of porn. I mean, like, the porn mm, is so much. tasteful. Like, who could get off Dude, I can't, I can't anymore, even get aroused right? by an airbrush booby anymore. Like, I, I, I know. I need some girl pulled up to on the freckles. side of the highway and then tricked into having sex with uh, guys in a van. You really I watched that, that one that much? <laughs> I need a story. What, which that one? one? What are you talking <laughs> no, about? No, that series. You really oh, uh, watch that series yeah, that there's much? so there's so many. Brett's dad created it. It's, it's important. <laughs> That's a dumb old inside reference, but that it was always a good, makes was me a good laugh. Gag. You had been listening to a podcast with us on it for seven. Say years talk radar, guys. So you owe somebody a nickel, I'm sure, for saying that. Here is the interesting. Here was one of my favorite quotes from it, where they basically just named a superhero and asked his <clears throat> insight into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them was um, gayness is built into Batman. I'm not using the gay in the pejorative sense, mm-hmm. but Batman is very, very gay. Yes. There's just no denying it. 
Obviously, he's a fictional character. He's intended to be heterosexual. But the basis of the whole concept is utterly gay. I think that's why people like it. All these women fancy him, and they all wear fetish clothes and jump around rooftops to get to him. He doesn't care. He's more interested <laughs> in hanging out with an old guy and the kid. He, he does. He does kind of have an air of like the dad in American Beauty. Uh, you you touch my Nazi plate. I'm gonna kiss Kevin Spacey. I just, I, I just wish all the superheroes were totally asexual. Like I like them flirting around with each other, but the moment uh, they get in relationships and shit, I'm like, mm. that's a very human thing. You're supposed to be superhuman. Super I don't want you doing anything that I do. That one with him like doing it with oh, Catwoman God. was one of the worst. It, it was, was it was fan fiction. Like it was deviant art. It was, it was what it was. Bad. Batman has to go out and patrol tonight, but he's been, he hasn't rubbed one out in like five days. So <laughs> Alfred has to come bring him lotion. Yeah, so he has to like then crab sex on the roof with Catwoman. <laughs> Anyway, he did have other interesting ones about uh, interesting insights into Wonder Woman, Superman, Magneto, Joker. It was really good. Just the idea of, like, Batman having to disguise his voice even while he's, oh, yeah, I'm really into this. You're an 11-year-old boy. <laughs> it's just, I can't so make a know. deep voice. <laughs> but then, I got nothing. But that adds an extra spin on uh, Kevin Conroy being Captain Sunshine or whatever. <laughs> uh, the uh, Venture Brothers. Yeah, and your brother's no. episode, which is so good. <laughs> that was a really good. I one. also found out from that Grant Morrison interview. You didn't know this about uh, mm-hmm. the. We all know that the creator of uh, Wonder Woman was the same guy that invented the lie detector, and that he was also uh, he Theodore Polygraph. No, his <laughs> he worked he, on a bomb, and his name was uh, Marston was his last name. But here's mm-hmm. the most interesting thing about it to me: like he he was totally into female domination, like it was based on his fantasies. But then I just found out recently that his truth. I just found out recently that his he and his wife had a third person in their relationship, another woman who they were just <sighs> a trio. No, no, they were a trio. But the third, the the other woman in the in their relationship, like was the physical inspiration for the original Wonder Woman. Like he based it on her. He had and a then, wife and a hot girl. Yes, and then when he That's died, what a fantasy! And then when he died, like uh, only a few years after Wonder Woman was created, those the his wife and his mistress just lived together, and they were just a couple from then on, and raised his kids. Like, yeah, wow, crazy, wow. Well, now I left you to think about that, guys. We're gonna <laughs> go to break. What have I done? This game's journal. I don't have any work. I think we're gonna have two wives. When we come back, we're going to talk about your answers to last week's question and other things and stuff. Hey everybody, welcome to the break here of Cape Crisis, episode 11. Uh, thanks for, again for listening to the show. Uh, just so you know, we're hosted on lasertimepodcast.com. Uh, you can, you know, when you go to that website, you can donate uh, with a little donate button on the left side of the screen to help uh, keep this show and the site going. You know, it's not, uh, it's not easy to keep it all free, but we, we do it and the, those donations really help. Also, you'll see on the site links to Amazon. If you click on those and buy anything at Amazon, you'll make a little—you'll uh, make us a little bit of money without uh, costing you anything extra. And in fact, on the page uh, post for this episode, 
you will see multiple links to Amazon uh, comics that we mentioned this in this week's episode. Crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Also, uh, if you're subscribing to us on iTunes or Zune, uh, you know that uh, anytime you review us or give us some uh, five-star ratings really helps us out a whole lot. And uh, so if you can do that, please do. And uh, now we get to Hank's Corner of the Week, my comic book suggestion section. And uh, this week I'm going to stick with the Avengers theme. And I'm going to suggest one of my favorite uh, things, the, main, the book that made me really enjoy the Avengers, which is Kurt Busiek and uh, George Perez's run on the Avengers of the, late, of the mid to late 90s. Uh, it's collected in a book called Avengers Assemble. And it uh, directly followed the uh, Heroes Return crossover where Rob Liefeld tried to write an Avengers book and sucked at it. And then Kurt Busiek took over and showed us all that was done with amazing, unforgettable art by George Perez. So you'll find a link to that uh, comic and more than a few others on the page on Cape, uh, the Cape Crisis episode 11 page on lasertimepodcast.com. And don't forget to listen to our sister shows, Laser Time, The Originator, and uh, if you like video game music, there's a VGM Pyre. V, the letter V, the letter G, the letter M, Pyre. All right, and well, let's get back to the show. Avengers Assemble! <laughs> Back everybody oh, to Laser Time's favorite podcast, Cape Crisis. Hey, what about VG Empire? How dare you get to choose something? Fucking Laser Time. Well, Laser Time's favorite sister podcast. What am I? Brother. Co-favorite. You're the brother podcast. Brother, the more masculine podcast. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, Which you had. Uh, what, what what went up this week? Uh, Tekken Tunes. The uh, oh, I love that one. I just. You were in that Doesn't one, get right? much tougher than Tekken. Uh, Tekken Into the Streets with VG Empire. Tekken Into the Streets. That's actually on the back of uh, Tekken Advance for Game Boy Advance. That's the tagline. Uh, Tekken Into the Streets. Um, Here's a funny thing. You know, what's weird about Tekken to me, real quick, is that like Paul in the first game was like their Ken. And then by the second game became a total joke who like main rival is a bear. Like... <laughs> It really, well, the, the, Paul's life has been weird. Paul's life has been weird, but like the the fighting Kuma bit is not the defining. Like he's not a joke character because he's yeah. one of the best characters. But I guess like he his main rivals, like his rivals should have been Kazuya, but it turned into Kuma and like Law, who also is a bit ridiculous in his storylines too. I, look, uh, I think we can all <laughs> agree that entirety of the Tekken storyline is pretty absurd. I know I had to do a lot of research on it; and it made very little sense. <laughs> Um, yeah. Anything out of the, anything out of the main uh, Kazuya Haihachi rivalry is like the Mishima Zaibatsu. Yeah, anything outside of that direct conflict is like and Eddie flew in from space <laughs> and Kuma <laughs> passed the mackerel dissident I, of I said, 2012. I said the story on on VG Empire, but it was so uh, a couple people left GR left a bunch of crap behind on <laughs> poor Lucas's desk desk. Yes, and he just picks up this. Uh, 
king figure. Yeah, it, which it turns out to be my king figure. It, it, yeah, it's, it's, your, it's your king figure. And, and like, I know who this is. And this is a really good Lucas impression. Hopefully, Games <laughs> Radar readers will find out soon. Uh, I know who this is, but it looks like someone stuck three dollar store figures. <laughs> pieces together it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a, bad it looks like a wrestler with a with a lion head it looks like a wrestler's I, a luchador's legs with like a he-man torso well, to be fair he is a luchador he is but well he's a very beefy luchador i know i know but just in like physical form it i got bored at a party recently not bored but i was listening saturday? to people yes on no on friday sorry about and that. uh and me and Mitchell Dyer, Mitchie D on Twitter, decided to look up, for some reason, Tekken characters' wiki pages. It's awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah. Kuma, to... oh, Kuma King. Yeah. King has one of the best likes and dislikes pages I've ever seen. Also, King, the original King died in Tekken 2. Well, and then... But and King back. and King 2 have very similar likes and dislikes. Both yeah. of them were orphans, so both of them dislike the tears of children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's true. They, they went on record. Well, the weirdest... Went on record saying we don't like the tears of children. Well, while, it, while a disembodied like jaguar head doesn't move, some voice from Instagram Side, I don't like the tears of children. <laughs> well, there's also another thing that's ridiculous or weird about it is like at Tekken 3, they half stepped and were like, okay, we're going to have a bunch of new people. It's 15 years later. All these guys are too old. But then they, but then for half their roster, they're like, well, but this guy's a devil, so he didn't age. And, and this Nina, person was in cryogenic stations. Nina was cryogenically frozen. This guy's uh, laws replaced by another law. Paul looks basically the same, but he's got a beard. Mm. Hachi has gray hair, but is otherwise identical. I don't know why I always played as this. I mean, not always, but like in the more recent games when she was actually introduced, I always played as the little cyborg girl. Who oh, could yeah. turn herself into yeah, a yeah. chainsaw and throw her head as a bomb? All right. Well, anyway, a- guys. Ali- Alicia or Alyssa? Alyssa? That is it. Is that it? I was with yes. her. He, she's going to be in the Vita version of Street I know. Fighter Cross Tekken. Sure is. Guys, moving on. Uh, so every week on the shows, we uh, we ask a question of the week to our audience. Even if it's accidental. Yes, and this one was. We had a different one planned last week, but I like this one more. <laughs> Uh, I ended up liking it more. So we were talking about how awful comic strips are. Most comic <laughs> strips are in comic newspapers. Yeah. And we talked about what uh. were some of the worst. And things like Marmaduke and uh, High and Lois. Oh, and oh. Man, High and Lois. Uh, I talked about Snuffy Smith. And and Wizard of Id, BC. I, I want to say about Snuffy Smith, too. I used a Snuffy Smith image for last week's podcast. <laughs> You wouldn't believe how hard it is to find a good, <laughs> one good color image of Snuffy Smith on the internet. <laughs> That's what I can't, like, oh, none of those, none of those fucking comic strips have a web presence, not even a fan presence, a slight fan presence. Even no. my grandmother's, like, people who live in her fucking old folks community know how to create, like, a, a Yahoo account right. and, like, create a fan <laughs> site for something have nothing but time. Nothing. That sounds amazing. Nothing. To have that much time. Oh, stop. Uh, and, and simultaneously, not much time at all. And so. I also, Chris, found that Marmaduke... <laughs> yeah, you showed me Marmaduke yeah. Explains, which... Um, explained. Ex- explained. Marmaduke Explained, which explains Marmaduke Comics, a one-panel comic about a big dog, usually in front of a human, with their hands on their hips. <laughs> Uh, yes. Let's see what this one says. Uh, Marmaduke is sprawled on the family room floor with kids around it and the mom looking at it. 
Marmaduke swallowed Sarah's wristwatch, and he's ticked to his stomach. Tick to his stomach. Marmaduke explained. Thankfully, is there. Marmaduke swallowed Sarah's wristwatch, and he's sick to his stomach. Marmaduke's owner girl <laughs> makes a watch-related pun so asinine it takes at least three months off my life every time I read it. Uh, Marmaduke explained, everybody. Uh, oh, wonderful. You should just uh, look it up, guys. Read Marmaduke explained. It's, read it's Marmaduke. So and then see Marmaduke with Owen Wilson. Oh, my Last God. fall. I'm gonna, I'm and actually, George Lopez. George Lopez. Is he still alive? Yeah, if you have an animal, I'll, fuck, I'll voice that animal for you. Hey, that's, a bad, that's a bad Lopez wow. impression. I just saw him on a Verizon commercial. He's like, buy, buy the Verizon phone for your mother. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not as silent and respectful and staying. Whatever, lowrider. <laughs> um, I did like him in El Rio. El Rio? Just Rio. I didn't even oh, watch Rio. that movie. It's not bad. Yeah. I, well, I saw it on a plane where you're Is threshold. Is the movie about the birds? The birds. I never saw Jesse that. Jesse Eisenberg. I never saw that. <laughs> I, I only uh, watched, like, that and Rango I saw on planes, and I ended up liking both of them. So I, I pitched. Was good. What did I say about my, my tweet? Uh, uh, I was honestly very unhappy. Life sucks. I give up. Time to watch Rango. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and people. <laughs> And people were like, "Dude, Rango's awesome." The canyon chase scene in Rango's amazing. no, no. It, 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 Raparez was telling you it was. It, awesome. it was. I only watched it because Rapara, uh, Diana, and Raparez. Uh, they're both Raparez, you know. No, they're not. No, she's Diana Goodman. Oh, she is. Okay. Oh, thanks for revealing that, Henry. Oh, I mean, I have to believe. I mean, don't look up uh, her address. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we asked you guys for what you hated most. Thanks and, for asking uh, me, Henry. Chris, <laughs> why didn't I ask Brett? Brett, I, I, what's your most hated comic strip? And then we'll also ask Anne. I should ask you both. Shoe. What? Shoe. What is shoe? Shoe! I told you! You don't know shoe? It's the f- stupid fucking uh, old Garrison old, Keeler bird old cartoon. Old shoe cobbler bird in a tree no, with I, with boring art and boring like lettering. Just the most drab. It, it's done by like the third of kin by the guy who created it or wow. something like that. I don't, you don't know. know you don't know the no. dire boredom of shoe? I really don't. I never read that That's one. when you're like you're trying to cling on to the shreds left of your Sunday morning. Like I don't want Sunday morning to go away. <laughs> I'll read Calvin and Hobbes again. I solved everything in Slylock Fox. Yes, Slylock Fox. I've read Fox Trot. Well, Fox Trot was after I, after the boom of comic strips, if I may. But uh, he drove a pink Cadillac, I believe. Who um, did? Shoe. He drove. Or, that was some always some joke about some pink finned. I don't know. Just him working in a tree is so boring. Dad thought it was fucking. His, he thought it was a hoot. More of a giggle. I also didn't like Doonesbury because I wanted uh, goofy animals talking in my comic strips. Yeah, not Hunter S. Thompson saying things about Reagan. (laughs) Or Asterix representing George Bush. George W. Bush. That I don't quite understand. That's Uh, okay. And do you have a least favorite comic strip? Because you're super young. This is where I admit something horribly embarrassing. (gasps) What? I never really read the newspaper as a child, (laughs) so I never read the comics, but I grew up reading a lot of Bill the Cat. And so in in the trunk of my car right now, I have a Bill the Cat stuffed animal that's been sitting really? there. Yeah. Uh, want. Got in the tr- you can have it. Want. Give it. It is in the All trunk merchan- of my car for that, two months now. Well, it's funny with Bill the Cat is they made that merchandise ironically, and then mm-hmm. it actually became popular. Like. I've had that doll since I was born. I love it. It always looks like Bill is choking back puke. I had a and Garfield. One eye is a lot bigger than yeah. that. I had a Garfield great. stuffed animal as a baby. There's pictures of me with it. 
I, uh... Keep going, this is great. No, that's it. All right, you Garfield know what? Garfield and I have the same birthday. Monday? So, no, June 19th. <laughs> so, guys... June 19th? Mm-hmm. Here's the, uh... the uh, X-Files the movie released in 1998. Let me, uh... <laughs> here's Christ. a few entries here. Let's start with Mr. Gone, 1980. Mm. He says, uh... uh Family Circus is painful, but I really like the subversion subversions that have been committed upon it. Yeah. There's there's some funny ones out there. Mm-hmm. And also, I can't help but what follow all the dotted lines. I, that's yes. what I said. I yeah. love those. I think those are brilliant strips. Beautiful uh, yeah. beautiful art. And they remind me art. of my life as a kid. The things I would do on a weekend were like, I actually would have a similar one. And I wonder what yeah. I did today. I'm going to go kick a, I'm gonna go kick a beehive. And I'm going to go over here and uh, attempt to masturbate. And then I'm going to go you, take a swim. You think about your grandfather watching you in heaven, hoping, helping you <laughs> in invisible ways. Uh, uh, am I doing it right granddad monocle a yow guy why also said family circus quick kick it family circus guys uh zeb 364 also said family circus i know i'm telling you guys family Wait, circus hold on i have to read this one because i think it might hurt me because his name is Odie etsy i see him um yeah. charlie brown it is the well, one that's not what the fucking comic is called so your mm-hmm. argument is invalid uh, it, it is the most pathetic, depressing thing I've ever read, which is why it's awesome. Uh, yeah, that was a parenthetical by me. Uh, it's it's just a little bald kid with a shitty life. One strip started with Charlie sitting down to eat lunch, reminiscing <laughs> how terrible life is, and then going back to school. There's no punchline, no joke of any sort. Just man, my life sucks. I wish it would stop sucking. Well, back to my sucky life. Rats. Uh, <laughs> That yeah. is life. I, I mean, life. It, it, dude, the peanuts is so it, it's it's indisputable truth <laughs> in every fucking to me. And maybe I'm a depressed dude, but like it's all these fucking crazy questions said minimalistically to the mouth of children that have no fucking answer in adult life. Have you ever been to the Schultz Museum? No, you I should. Have. It's, it's right by where I live, and it's awesome. It's really great. It is really, really? great. It's awesome. Where the hell do you live? I bought well, several. It's in Santa Rosa. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it, is that up or down? It's got. It's down. And uh, you can, uh, up. It's up. It's up. You live, you up? Can skate, live up. You can skate on his personal skating rink. <gasps> mm-hmm. I thought you were going to well, say you could skate on his grave. No. The Snoopy Ice Arena has been around. Does for it just ages. play Vince Guaraldi all the time? No, we do, we do hear it a lot though. But and their and their gift shop is great, full of the like very uh, many exclusive Snoopy toys. What? I used to skate there. All I want a Snoopy vinyl mansion. Uh, Garfunklin uh, Eleven. Said easily Mallard Fillmore. <laughs> While it's easy to fall back on it's a conservative ah. comic strip, boo hoo. The, <laughs> the fact is, it has never been funny. Not once. Not really. Not really. I see the taxation, but where's our representation? <laughs> Mallard Fillmore, ladies and gentlemen. Boo. Uh, boo. Let's see here. Oh, uh, Ch- Charlie Fubar brought up the Phantom and King Arthur. Ooh. I think he means. <laughs> I think uh, he maybe means Prince Valiant. No, no, they're both. They're those all, are all awful. We I, just watched The Phantom like a few weeks ago <laughs> on Netflix. With Billy and, Zane and Christy Swanson. Uh, Grimm had a great pun where Billy Zane, who one has to cram himself into the Phantom outfit, which is a single like one piece yeah. suit that smashes all the fat of your face down. It's so, like even though he's super cut when he takes it off, mm-hmm. he puts this thing on. He's this doughy sack of garbage. <laughs> It's like mashing your cheeks together, and he looks awful. And there's a scene where it's like it's a super tight close up on some goon rounding the corner, and like 
all of a sudden Billy Zane's gigantic purple thighs fly in from a off, <laughs> off screen, and he like grabs him, grabs a goon like with his legs and his thighs, and like throws him sideways. And you never see Billy Zane's torso or head; <laughs> it's just thighs. Wow! And like we all just start, Wah! and then the term Grim says like he just got Billy Zane geefed. <laughs> and I fucking lost it. Like, 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 company, like, like, stop and laugh into the pillow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a terrible movie. Asmodian also calls out Family Circus. You guys have no whimsy in your heart. I know. I'm, I'm glad somebody. Who uh, was it? Uh, it's ninety percent terrible. Show me your kitties. Well, uh, y'all better shut up about Family Circus. My idiot grandma loves that shit, which I'd like to think was in defense of Family Circus. Some roundabout way. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Kathy, Kathy, anybody? Somebody brought up Kathy, but in a very misogynistic For, way. First time uh, poster, uh, Haitian Harry says, "I got to say, the worst comic strip I've ever read is uh, Doonesbury, mm. stuck between social commentary and Dennis Miller like horseshit." <laughs> it's, it's, no. it's a strip more concerned with showing how politically aware it is than being funny. Mm. Though it's left of center, while Dennis Miller is right of center. Well, getting did, I don't right feel like he used to be. He, well, I he have those Dennis Miller books, himself, and, and then, he got older. And like. then I, there was like a whole like Dennis Miller rant on efficiency and how like mm. people aren't serving him food and pumping his gas appropriately, and it's like the most conservative, crazy thing yeah. I've ever read. Okay, uh, Wesker wow. Commander. Uh, I always thought Ziggy was the Wesker worst. Commander, yes. I always thought Ziggy was the worst, unfunniest comic strip ever. But now that I look back, they weren't that bad. They're not that bad, Ziggy. Uh, <laughs> The creator just died. I forgot his name, mm. but I do recommend if you watch, you know, with the Charlie that Brown Christmas music in the background. Ziggy's watch, um, gift is depressing. It's Ziggy, pretty sad, but it's beautiful. Richard Harris, the guy who did uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, mm-hmm. and uh, an amazing one of the best animators of our generation. Yeah, probably. yeah, you know, of ever, and it's one of his most public works that he's mm-hmm. credited for. The Ziggy cartoon, the Ziggy Christmas, Christmas special. I remember only seeing it once as a kid and thinking like. This is profound, and I'm too young to know what profound means. It's, <laughs> but I, I have a bunch of Ziggy collections. Wow, I didn't know I was this big a fan of comic books. <laughs> but uh, it, it, Ziggy is definitely a product of its time. So it's, it's, you say you get Ziggy with it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. It, it's one of those products of its generation. It's very much reflective of the 60s and 70s. And in that sense, it's beautiful. It's not too different from our crumb and some of that stuff. But it doesn't hold up very well. I, don't, I didn't even know it was still going. When does he get Twitter? <laughs> Mecca Morbo really made me laugh with just this statement of Caroline in the city. <laughs> remember the sitcom of the nineties, Caroline I, I in the do. city. I the, remember. She basically the character's job was drawing a comic strip. I forgot I about that. That was also that. named Caroline in the city. I remember the show. That was the gayest show ever. Actually, yeah, it really was. You know why I know the name of that show? Why? This is a weird story. I never would have thought right. of this. All right, this is where we get the good stuff, man. Okay. Uh, what's... This is super weird. <laughs> uh, when I first got the internet, naturally the first place, like 1996, the, obviously the first place I went was Nintendo. Okay. And there were just bulletin boards where you would type yes. in, hey, is anybody here? And then refresh it. Guess not. And then you check back like two hours later. Oh, here's a couple of people that said hi, because only like 12 people have the internet right now. And somebody in there said like oh, I'm losing the story but like oh they had a user they had a username and I was like and I found out it was a girl and I'm like a g- 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 girl on the internet 
And like I had to explain what I was using my name for, and it was Kookmas's Serpent, which is a magic card that is stupid. Ugh. Wow. And they're like, what's your what's your handle? And I'm like, it's a magic card. And then she's I'm like, oh, what's yours? And she's like, oh, it's a, uh, it's just a reference to this show, Caroline in the City. <laughs> and I'm like, what what is that? It's a show about a girl who makes a comment. All of these are, by the way, our bulletin board posts separated by minutes or hours. <laughs> this isn't a chat room or an aim window. This is like I guess so everybody's it. reading it. Yeah. Mm. Anybody who wants to hop in can read this. Uh, all of the Nintendo bulletin boards, I'm sure, were nuked the moment they realized internet. Who greenlit this idea? <laughs> you know, I, I've never seen. I see. I see in the forum thread that Lando Eddie One and My Name Is My Name mentioned the Spider-Man strip. Yeah, I saw that never too. Seen. They are unreadable. Like they're basically. Yeah. I wanted to read them because I was like, I'm a kid. I love Spider-Man, but the pacing yeah. is exactly yeah. the same as the <laughs> other as Mary Worth. Like except maybe every. 20th strip, Spider-Man will punch Electro or something, but that's it. <laughs> 20th strip. But they made a big deal in the Amazing Spider-Man comic strip recently, like, after the magical uh, divorce, Spider-Man was still married to Mary Jane in the comic strip, but then they undid that, too. So, Hagel's uh, said, I can't stand Zippy the Pinhead. Uh, man, that clown is Gabby. I, I, I don't Gabby know why, but I don't like that either. Zippy the Pinhead is telling it like it is. But his, his signature avatar, which, you know, is another one of the great features of the Laser Time forums, <laughs> is a slam on Mass Effect, which is a uh, quick time moral choice. Oh, quick time moral <laughs> choice. Oh, yes. also, I want to say, I wanna, Lando was making fun of, when he was making fun of the cool. Spider Man strip, says that Stanley lost his writing edge long ago. I want to tell you, even if Stanley is credited on that strip, if you think Stanley has written one word of the Amazing Spider-Man strip in twenty years, you are crazy. I always do an impression of him, and it's from the episode of Talk Radar we did where Disney bought Marvel, and like somehow CNN, like we got Stanley on. Stanley, did you know about this acquisition? Not at all. And like, you didn't well, know about your company being sold to a much larger company, like. Idea. That's how disconnected he is. I remember he said, "Like, but you know, stories like Spider Man and Bambi—they're very similar. They last forever. They touch the people." You're veering into racism here. (laughs) I'm sorry. I do like Stanley. What the fuck is Mutz? I don't know. Tom York. Oh no, I know Mutz. They have cute little animal drawings in it, but they're never funny. That's what I'd say about Mutz. Mm. Just a couple more dudes, but. Zits, lol, I'm a dumb teenager, man, aren't my parents so old now to touch, lol, god, STFU, says Egregious. I don't know if I agree with all that, but uh, let's see here. <laughs> what is this? Uh, I, so I swear to God, Random Word Combo, Sally Forth is a good comic. It it, it has terrible art, but the writing <laughs> is fantastic. Uh, oh, we got a UK commenter, Stabby Joe, saying fat slags. Are they allowed to call I thought slag was like saying slut in America. Like, isn't that isn't it on that level? Does anybody fat get British? Slags. Slag off is all I heard Bart saying when he threw a beer bottle at the wall. Oh. I said slag off. I said slag off. But I, I somebody pointed out I should have brought it up. Andy Cap <laughs> is really bad as well. Yes. And I should have quoted that, and then it would have given us a chance to quote the classic Simpsons line. Oh, Andy Cap, you wife-beating drunk. In his defense, <laughs> uh, his crunchy fries are delicious. 
and available at all 1980 skating rinks. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I, I held out on that forever, so I'm like, Andy Cap is dumb. And then when I got one out of pure desperation, I'm like, actually pretty good. And you really got a silver. Why, why buy a drunk? I, this is a good The fart master says, Calvin and Hobbes is the worst. Good. Now that I have your attention, I really don't like Wizard of Iz. He's on your side. Beautiful. Uh, somebody, can you, can some... you verify that you are the master of farts? Like, you can't just throw that around. Well, he does have 22 posts. I don't see anybody uh, else. Uh, so many active. You and know... you want to dispute the fart master? Uh, that he's the master of... I have a little brother that would <laughs> that would argue that he's the master of farts. I really was provoking you to fart in the microphone. It's oh, okay. I'm we not have plenty do that. more of these. Plenty Guys, we had a lot of great responses. Uh, <laughs> we're getting... I think we're getting more like forum comments every episode, which is always a good sign. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're doing pretty great, guys. Mm-hmm. So why don't we move on to this week's question of the week? Hard to ignore the Avengers when the Avengers is coming out. Mm-hmm. Avengers. So, what's your favorite Avenger, guys? This can be... Who so, is your favorite Avenger? Who is your favorite Avenger? Is, it could be a what? It could be a robot that's genderless. Mm-hmm. But It could be Vision. This it could, could be Uma Thurman from the now, Avengers movie. Honestly, Ooh, for a loop. Honestly, most, Avenger, most Marvel heroes have been Avengers, if you're going to wow. count reserve Avengers. So... Maybe try to stick with ones that are really Avengery, like a bit on the real roster. Can I, can I steer it back to my plug? First to say um, <laughs> that music in the Iron Man video that I got a lot of compliments on is from the Invincible Iron Man GBA. It opened up the segment. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a really good song. Uh, and then I think I'm one of the few people in the world who ever got to prop- properly emulate the event- Data East. I got it to I got it to run when I did the... Uh, uh, with sound, yeah, Captain America, uh, the Captain America retrospective I did last year, but that Avengers game is and a Galactic weird. Storm, and that, super weird, and that the main there are four playable Avengers in that whole fucking game, yeah, Captain America, Black Knight, Crystal, mm-hmm. and Thunderstrike, yeah, Iron Man, Thor, Vision, those guys are assists, well. Purpose Thunderstrike was Thor at the time. More in the or comics, less, more or less. Yeah. Thor is a fucking assist. He's I know. In the game. He, they, were, they were two different people. Here's the here's the problem with the Avengers for the longest time. The Avengers weren't the Avengers. They put on a bunch of weird '90s characters and yeah. shoved away mm-hmm. the holy trinity of Captain America, Iron Man, Thor. Yeah. And I also felt it was weird with the Avengers and that when they when they canceled regular Avengers and made new Avengers. Yeah. Like, they, they still had Cap and Iron Man on the team, but Thor was gone, and really, Spider-Man and Wolverine kind of took over while at the same time they were elevating Luke Cage. And, yeah. And then just thanks to a bunch of storylines and stuff, basically Iron Man and Cap, I felt, got, like, shoved to the back or were just dead. <laughs> and, like, Luke Cage and... And his wife were the stars of the Avengers comics. For, yeah, for a long time, it just it was hard for me to get interested in Avengers because when I got back into comics in '02, like I started reading Avengers just because I'm like, well, that's where the heavy hitters are. I wonder what the mm-hmm. Avengers are doing now because it's been dec- you know a good ten years since I've read it. And I pick up an issue and it's like, wow, it's Thor, Cap, Iron Man, Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch. Yeah, it's the lineup I know. Okay, interesting. And then Jack of Hearts. Who the hell is this? Yes, but. Yeah. And then literally within four issues, all right, Avengers disassemble, get rid of it all, it's all gone. And I'm like, mm. so then for me, like, Avengers just became, I don't, I like Spider-Man, obviously, but like, I don't want him in Wolverine on the Avengers. I really don't. Yeah, I just, they I just do not, don't fit. It's just not, it doesn't make sense to Henry, me. Henry, would you like to take this whole episode to uh, rail against IGN's top 50 Avengers members? 
Yeah, I think only that, that Venom outranked Hawkeye as a member of the well, Avengers, and then Quicksilver didn't get to appear until the forties. Like Quicksilver, <laughs> two Venoms got Bullseye. Ugh, Bullseye I, is Hawkeye, or as oh, Hawkeye was the ranked Dark ahead. Avengers. Yeah, that was ranked ahead of of Quicksilver. Well, it and Vision be. was like wasn't in the top ten. Wow, really? Vision, Vision's pretty big deal. Vision's Vision, he, I, but he and does. Was he, number... Vision looks really silly now. But well, no it's way! The, it's I the lo- classic coloring. I, I love that he's red, yellow, and green. I, I love it. I love how ugly he looks. Like a palette swap of uh, Martian Manhunter. Well, I, I, just, I like that it's 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 just designed like a garish robot. Like a, why is that Thor was the number one Avenger just based on his power? Like that was their explanation. Just he's really powerful and he's a true hero. But I, like Cap is. I, I love Cap. Thor. How is Cap not the I Cap's love Thor two. and the Avengers. And my buddy uh, loved Thor's solo comics, and I thought mm-hmm. they were the most fucking boring thing in the planet. Like I love yeah. him as part of a team, but the Straczynski reboot from 06, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. really good. Thor reboot was awesome. Oh, uh, I also, though, my actual personal favorite uh, is Hank Pym, hmm. a.k.a. Oh, Giant Man, a.k.a. Ant-Man. The wife beater. Speaking of wife okay, beaters. Okay, <laughs> let me address. <laughs> no, 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 no. Address I know, it all. I, I want to know. It's, I just, know. I, it's just funny to me. They just called Hank Pym a wife beater. Sure. And he is in a when I talk about this, I first want to say that I'm talking about... 616 Real Universe Hank Pym. Yeah. Ultimate Hank, <laughs> Ultimate Hank Pym. No joke, just like deed beat up his wife. Just and no, was a wife he was just a simple wife beater. Hank Pym once hit his wife with like he he was going crazy at the time and thought he was a different person. Mm-hmm. Called himself the Yellow Jacket. Didn't even know he was Hank Pym. And then like did it like when he was freaking out. She touched his shoulder and he did a backhand slap and ah! knocked her down. It was wrong, and you should never do that. And you shouldn't hit should like never that. Was very hit somebody. Beat your wife. That was very. She's a bitch. Wait, that was very can wrong. Can you beat your wife with one hit? I hit my wife. I didn't it beat was, her. It was very yeah, wrong that he did that okay. anyway. I hit her with a bullet. But the point is, that was the one time he did it at, when he was at his craziest. I know, but like mental. If somebody. Uh, They've they've forgiven other crazy in people half a decade in half a decade. So that's what I wanted to say to preface that. But one of my I'd favorite like to point out there are convicted rapists that society has allowed back. In. Yeah, but in the Marvel universe, in the real always, in the real world, that allowed back to, Mike Tyson that allowed <laughs> to star in movies and get deals. Mm-hmm. So there was a comic uh, recent Mighty Avengers series started in the post Secret Invasion storyline where Hank Pym took over the Mighty Avengers mm-hmm. in the wake of Osborn taking over. And it was really good. Like, he really established Hank Pym as a force to be reckoned with, as one of the, I think he was defining him as the third or fourth smartest man in the Marvel Universe. I think you you let me those. I think I read that stuff where, like, he hides in a pocket dimension while they're looking for him or something. Mm -hmm. And that there's the, he meets the eternity, the the God, basically. And God tells him he is the scientist supreme. I see. And and also though they had this funny exchange where Norman Osborn set, like tries to belittle him and says, "Oh, how many women have you beaten lately?" And then Pim's response was, "I don't know how many of you thrown off bridges." Ooh, we've funny. both but Lloyd Bridges. Yeah. Oh, I maybe hit a woman once, but you murdered one. So and more than one. Well, I'd have to say my favorite is uh, from the 1950s Avengers. Uh, to choose between 3D Man, Marvel Boy, and Gorilla Man. 
Gorilla Man's pretty cool. Gorilla Man. It's 3D Man? Three, it's because 3D glasses worth all the rage. I you put know. on your 3D specs. He's I know. a cool I, guy. I love it's that he got promoted as, a, as you know one of Biff's villains in Back to <laughs> the Future. But what would, in the in the Marvel Universe, what would his, like... His 3D glasses allowed him to see scrolls that were hiding. So, he's, so they live the, the comic book character. In the 50s. In the 50s. Uh, John... John Carpenter was very, he was a big comic book nerd, so I bet he read those kind of comics. And They Live was probably inspired. I mean, my, my real favorite is uh, Iron Man. I don't know. Why? The public, uh, the lack of a secret identity was really cool for me. Well, it goes back and forth. Weird, it does, but like, uh, it. it does, but like, you know, like for the past, like, I feel six like it's, years, it's a modern it's... thing for mm-hmm. superheroes in the comics, even with their teams to be referred to by their last names. Mm-hmm. And it was usually Stark when people who were intimate with Iron Man were talking to him, even when he had his mask down. Mm-hmm. Stark, 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 Stark. And uh, yeah, I, I, it's one of those things I, I, I didn't hit upon very well in that Iron Man uh, retrospective video of all his in-game appearance. Like, why the fuck? Didn't you utilize at the beginning of video games the guy in the flying robot laser outfit? <laughs> it's perfect for it's video. Per- games. It, it is every video game, and like yeah. there's a scene in, in Avengers where like there's a flying mission, and mm. everybody else has to have a stupid bike and yeah. a helmet, whereas Iron Man just yeah, I'm cool. I'll, put, I'll point my fist forward. Yeah, Vision uh, flies, I think. Vision flies, mm-hmm. he does. But the others have like the uh, jets that they're flying. Oh, they're not Quinn jets, sleds. but they're like yeah, the little. little sleds. Sleds. He does. But Stark was cool. I, and I get, I, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't see him compared to Batman a lot because he's a funnier character and less tragic. He's but, smarter uh, too. Uh, well, yeah, no, he, Batman is is an amazing strategist and the best detective in the world. Sure, he can't, he can't invent things. Sure, but like Iron Man's Stark. tech is better than Batman's tech. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah. it's pretty fucking rad. Mm-hmm. And then that color scheme. It's always been maybe because I'm a Florida State Seminole, uh, right. FSU graduate. Garnet Gold, man, Garnet Gold. Uh, yeah, sorry, uh, but yeah, I've always I've always been the biggest fan of Iron Man. I do think it dates back to the uh, Captain America and the Avengers game that like he was the best character to be. I would say about games though, I always thought that like Wolverine, like mm-hmm. for now in the age of like regenerating health mm-hmm. yeah. and guy and games like God of War, like. They couldn't have made up a better character than Wolverine for yeah. games now. But he should be in more. I, like, that Wolverine yeah. Origins game is the only good thing to come out of Wolverine Origins. Yes. Agreed. Back to back? Back to back. Back to back. <laughs> Oof. It's such a mistake. Decapitate. Decapitate. I actually fell asleep in that movie where um, Marin the Hobbit dies. But I just remembered he was in that and it made me giggle a little bit to myself. Uh. Brett? Uh, Brett. Oh, Brett. Oh, I forgot about that. Brett. It's your birthday. <laughs> Saying it like a question. Brian. What? <laughs> it's your uh, Inside baseball, everybody. Mm. Um, before I say mine, I just wanted to say, like, Iron Man definitely was something I latched onto pretty early. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when the 90s cartoon showed up, like, mm. I was super into that cartoon and bought every single Iron Man figure there was. Much like how they would make multiple versions of, of Batman. Here's laser Batman. Here's whatever Batman for every conceivable contingency plan you would ever have here's the toy they did the same thing with iron man and like i did he get palette swapped more on the page than any other superhero on the uh, well he always has a lot of suits, his suits. but yeah. typically when the suit changed there was some kind of addition in, i mean okay. and also it doesn't work palette swap doesn't work in art because you still have to draw it again 
It really, the the armor changed usually when a new creative team came out. Yeah, like, but I'm saying like I just played around with a bunch of games where I'm War Machine, which means I have purple and brown Iron Man. It should just be gray. He, yeah, War Machine is a purple. Uh, just played the game. Take it up with Capcom twenty years ago. Uh, it's a uh, it's a richer like a, it's a rich gray. There are like a there are like a dozen color variants for every button for those games. But uh, but Brett, what is your real favorite? So, yeah, Iron Super Iron Man. But my actual like favorite thing of the Avengers. I, I obviously, I love Cap and Thor. But uh, if I have to, my actual favorite thing about the Avengers uh, goes for a villain, which I know is not, not quite the purpose of the question, but I'm mm. subverting it. And going back when I corrected you to say who, which mm. which Avenger. Who is your favorite Avenger? What? Instead of what? Instead it's, of what? What would be more appropriate in this case? It actually relates back to yours. Is that Ultron? I do yeah. love Ultron. Ultron, Ultron uh, is awesome. Which Hank Pym created. Yes. Yes, uh, he did. In the Ultimates. No, in, in the real in world. Real in real time. Yeah, in, yep. in, in regular. In Ultimates as well. I actually don't know what he is in Ultimate Ultron. Like, I, I didn't I was read totally Ultimate out of it Ultron. Then. Yeah. But the thing I loved about Ultron was, one, that design is awesome. I love his head. Mm. Just the look. Look on no that moving haste. mouth. No oh, moving I mouth. I forgot and... to play Charlie Brown music. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, the 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 head on on like he's in the background of like AVX one of the covers. Like it's just uh, I think maybe AVX number zero. I think he's on the cover. Yeah, I think he might be. Just right. Ult- Ultron was one of those characters, much like Thanos or whatever. When he shows up, everyone has to stop what they're doing to pitch <laughs> in and stop Ultron. Mm. And I love that you know Marvel uses him pretty sparingly, so that when he shows up, it's like. It's a big damn deal. deal, and he reinvents himself. Like you can't beat me the same way twice, kind of thing. And mm-hmm. but yeah, that iconic design of his head and the weird like parallel bars running up the side of his head or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Um, who killed the Scarlet Witch is actually all about Ultron. It's one of the Ultimates. Oh, the Ultimates. It's probably the third trade book. Oh, oh illustrated wait. by Joe Ooh. Mad. So that's, it's very pretty. That's I, when I stopped reading because it was not, so. It's not good. Writer, but yeah. it's pretty. I didn't want to read that writer. I, I read the first two issues and it was absolutely insufferable. I like yeah, Joe. I, just, I, I do like Joe, Joe Mad. Mad. I do like. Joe. I do like Joe Mad. But, Joe yeah. Mad's avenging Spider-Man. I read the first mm. issue of that it was pretty good. Him and the Red Hulk teaming up and. Yeah, one of my it's weird now with Ultimate with Ultron right now in the Marvel the regular Marvel universe, they're really building to like after Avengers versus X Men, what seems to be Bendis's final Avengers story is called the Age of Ultron. Oh yeah. And then when they reintroduced Ultron, uh he like he wakes up and they're like like the Avengers just stumble upon him and he wakes up and he's like Oh, I'm alive. And then the Avengers go, like, Iron Man goes, Holy fuck, oh no, it's Ultron, oh god! And then, like, <laughs> Thor immediately smashes Ultron with his hammer. And Ultron, like, like gets knocked back slightly. And then Ultron goes, Oh, I am unprepared for this battle. And teleports away! <laughs> and then after he's gone, they're like, We'll find him, we'll look for him. And then Tony Stark's like, No, you don't, you have no idea. <laughs> you will not find him until he wants to be found. He's smarter than all of us. And the only time he's going to reappear is when he will kill all of humanity. <laughs> this is over. Unlike the 30 times we stopped him before. There was a really cool storyline in uh, Kurt Busiek's George Perez run of Ultron where I, I think. Busiek, uh, this he was writing Avengers when C- Grant Morrison was doing his great run on JLA, uh-huh. and in that, like the Justice League were facing like universe killing level villains, and the Avengers weren't facing as big of villains, and people were kind of making fun of that. So he was like, "Oh yeah, you want to see when they fight Ultron? Okay." And the first issue of Ultron of the big Ultron fight, 
starts with like them saying, well, where is Ultron? And then he's in a fictional European city where he's killed everyone and created bonfires with their body in the face in the shape of his face. I remember that. Oh, such a good one. But yeah, that's that. I love all that, and I love the redesigns of him. You know, each time you. But the, the last time I remember seeing him, he was a woman. Yeah, it's like reborn in a woman's body. I was like, oh wow, maybe I should pick up New Avengers again. And then I'm like, I'm not getting that. Was in so this. Frank Cho could draw a naked woman. I'm, yeah. I'm honestly, I honestly think it's because of that. Yeah, it's a silver skin tight, you know, metal body. Only it's no nipples and you know, so like, you, you you're drawing a naked draw woman. A naked lady. Yeah, and I was like, I don't. I'm not against the idea of Ultron just being reborn as a woman like that inherently. Fine, but mm-hmm. it didn't seem like there was a reason. It was like I flipped through the issue Frank with that. I'm like. Yeah, I get you like drawing this stuff, but I, what's the point for the character? Like, was there a reason, or is it? Uh, I don't know. Ant, what's yours? I'm gonna get made fun of for mine. You always say you Green preface Arrow. that so many no. times. You're not gonna <laughs> yes, be made fun Green of. Yes, Green Arrow, my favorite member. Of We're the not Avengers. gonna make fun of you. Well, okay, growing up. Gay. Obvi- <laughs> shut <Yes>. up, Antista. <laughs> Obviously, I grew up as a young girl. Um, I really wanted to latch on to female role models. Mm -hmm. So I grew up thinking, you know, Wasp, Black Widow. For a short period of time, I was like, Hellcat, that could be cool. Uh, Ms. Marvel. I grew up attached to all these women because I was like, Mm -hmm. they're so much stronger and so much smarter than I could ever be. And they're gorgeous, all of them. And... And that was something that, as a kid, I really latched onto. And I think it's sort of carried over to being an adult. But now that I'm older and I'm like, ah, oh, boys are cool. <laughs> Which one would you drop of all those... Uh... Female Avengers. You get your Hellcat, your Wasp. Which one would I drop? Yeah, which one do you no longer have any affinity for? Uh, I guess I kind of don't really care. I mean, I don't care for Hellcat anymore because yeah, what the yeah, fuck yeah. has she done in the past Just 20 years? <laughs> Patsy Walker isn't that interesting, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but who's your favorite? Come on, come on. Out of Dying all of help. them, I think personality wise, I think Wasp would be my. Of, the, of yeah. those women, I really do think that she's a strong female role model yeah i think i do appreciate the versatility of black widow she's been used as a good guy she's been a bad guy she's a double agent she's been she's, all over the place yeah she's really good in uh ben- bendis's daredevil run and brew baker yeah i liked she's her a lot really good and, uh i would say my problem with i like wasp sometimes a whole lot and she mm-hmm. and sometimes si- she's just annoying <laughs> since the mid 80s she's been written better but up to that point she was she see, she was written as only being interested in in fashion and dressing up nice and being famous. Well, she is and, a fashion designer, to be fair. Yeah, but <laughs> she was just an she was painted as more annoying. Sometimes. Yeah, she like I mean, she is annoying sometimes, but at the same time, she can't. She's proven that she can be a leader if she. Well, yeah, she's to, led the Avengers. She's time. led the Avengers, and I just. And she's a founding a member of the up. Avengers. A lot of people forget that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was weird that Wasp wasn't in the movie. Honestly. If you're going to toss Hawkeye and Black Widow. Neither is Ant-Man. Yeah, but... I bet they're saving Ant-Man and Wasp for the Ant-Man movie. That's the... They'll be in Avengers 2. Did you see the quote on the Ant-Man movie? We've never been closer. Like, that doesn't mean anything. (laughs) You were probably very far away from an Ant-Man movie. I feel like Alan Tudyk has to be a... Oh, God. Wow, that'd be great. Henry. Is he on the table? No, I've just always... Hiring you as a casting agent, though. If Josh Whedon has anything to say about it, send him a letter. 
Uh, all right, guys. We've really we've gone on too long. This has been a great conversation, though. Love the show. Uh, so on uh, lasertimepodcast.com, on the left side of the thing, you're going to see a forums button. Click on that, mm-hmm. and you'll go into comic discussion, and then you'll find a thread for this week's question. Mm-hmm. And you can answer it there, and we'll read it on the next episode, just like we read them on this episode from the week before's episode. A pre-taped live <laughs> call-in <Yeah>. show. <laughs> oh, please uh, take note of uh, Brian Grabowitz Ward's uh, redesign. I think it's a great. Oh, it looks right amazing. Lasersignpodcast.com really has never looked better. Mm-hmm. I also Please enjoy the standard look for VGEmpire.com, which will receive no updates. Um, it still looks great. It yeah, still looks so. like a million bucks. And I also, <laughs> one last thing I wanted to bring up. It's like up. $9.99 a year. So it's annoying that we're getting such a late start to the Avengers here. But mm. when the Avengers finally comes out, it is the first big comic book movie in America of the year. Mm. And the Saturday that follows that can only mean one thing, comic book fans. Mm. Free comic Free book Free comic book day. That's right. May 8th, kids. You can go to freecomicbookday.com and you can look up a link to your local... You can search for your local store that's participating in the event. What if I go to freecreditreport.com? I think it's the 5th this year. Yeah. The 5th would be the day after. Saturday. It's yeah. this Saturday, yeah. And uh, just want to give some highlights to it. There's, uh, we, were, we were talking about the Age of Ultron. Yeah. And so there is the Avengers Age of Ultron point one collection, which is... It's reprints of stuff. Uh, oh, cool. Recent stuff to set up for All it. Right. Um, there's the Bongo Free-For-All, which is a bunch of uh, short Simpson comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, DC Comics' New 52 special is actually a new issue setting up their next big crossover. Uh, Image 20 is a bunch of uh, another bunch of short new stuff from multiple Image comic books. Because it's turned 20 years old. What's the Archie mm-hmm. here? What's the Archie? I mean, well, the Archie, Archie is... actually this year it's is Mega Man, Mega is Man yeah. the Whoa. first issue of the Mega Man series. Mega Man Archie stuff is fun. I've heard nothing but good things it's fun. about it. The uh, art's really good. The art's fun. I'd also mm-hmm. suggest, uh, on a related note, um, the Mega Man Mega Mix and Mega Man Gigamix manga that Udon brought over uh, earlier. Um, yeah, those, those are, are all good really too. good. Chris, you'll really like that Kaboom is putting out in a, a Peanuts comic book. What? Yeah, even though nobody is allowed to make a Charles Schultz comic strip, a, or a Peanuts comic strip of Charles Schultz, the comic book is allowed to be made by anybody. Even well, not, anybody. not anybody. Yes. There's uh, Dark, Dark Horse is putting out a Star Wars slash Serenity book. It's not a crossover between Star Wars and Serenity, Thank God. but it's an original story for both. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a Transformers book, a Yo Gabba Gabba one, Mouse Guard, uh, Buffy and oh, the shit, Guild, and uh, a bunch of good ones for all ages. In front of the apes? I'm not seeing plenty. Balls! Hey, can there's you... a Voltron one. Can you say where you're going? And just which in case played? people will see you? Oh, and Archie's putting out Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm going to go to Mission Street Comics. I'm going to be going to what was formerly Comic Relief in mm-hmm. Berkeley and is Oof. now Fantastic Comics. It is a little sadder than it used to be. It's not as good as it used to be. I have to be honest. But it's it's still my local shop. I should support it once <laughs> a year. It. And guiltily Are those buy are the free comic book days available digitally? I th- well, I, I feel that would be counter to I know, the, whole the point, point is to get it, you yeah. to go in the I store. Know. Maybe in a month from now they will be digital, but yeah, uh, yeah the whole point is to get you to go to a comic book. To get so much Archie's Kevin, or Brett, where are you going to go? Or are you going to go anywhere? I'll figure it out. Comics experience. I'll figure and it out. There you go. I can one hundred percent. No one will be going. Mm-hmm. 
be positive that no one will be going to mine, but it's called Comic Book Box if anybody's in Roner Park. Yep. Camp out all day, wait for Ann Lewis. <laughs> I'll be there. Be around. All right, so make sure to take advantage of free Comic Book Day, kids, and support your local comic shop. I know we give you all those links to Amazon, and you should buy comic books off those. Only trades, right? <laughs> trades, yeah. But, you know, also support your local comic shop. I know Amazon is cheaper, and that's why I don't support it as we much as I should. We all go but... next Saturday and get a free comic and buy stuff. Maybe we'll support them for another year. Yeah. And then we can do it again next year. Alright, well, until then, enjoy the Avengers when it's out on Friday for Americans. And enjoy it right now, assholes in England. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> goodbye. Yeah, Alright. The following has been a Laser Time production. To find out more, go to batmanthepodcast.com.